Mindset Podcast. We're your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. What's up, man? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Do our we have little, to edit all of that out? Our little, our little warm-up was weird. Yeah. Um, but good. But very yeah. potent. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you sent me this link. I did. Training for courage to perform your best every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about it? I mean, what made you, what made you come across it? What made you send it? So... Um, couple of different things a it was a random you know medium must know me type thing they know yeah. wh- what articles I, I love medium read. yeah um, B this is something that you know I, I, I relate back to kids and what they do um, a lot here when we talk but this is something that you know maybe not for my soccer player but definitely for my gymnast and maybe even for my dancer as she gets into tougher competition for dance sure um but but definitely for the gymnast this is this is the struggle to i I mean what you know your iphone this is the size this is the size of a beam right right here that she is on the iphone huh sorry (laughs) Be smart ass. Yes, exactly. This is the size of a beam that she gets on and she does a handstand on. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then she does like a back tuck on and it <coughs> sounds hard. It it you try a back right. tuck like on a floor. On a trampoline? On a, yeah, on a yeah. mat, okay. yeah, into a foam pit. Um so so as when I saw this, you know, we've been we've been talking about and trying to figure out best ways for you know them but i yeah. mean but also you know us on a daily basis how to you know be a little more courageous um yeah and uh but then i thought it was interesting that this was written by a conductor i i thought that was too yeah and and i you know not I, like a navy seal or a no you know no ufc cage fighter but yeah, it's a, it's a but, conductor. But everybody's struggle is their struggle. It's the same. Yeah, and you know, and I think about the um, the conductor here. What what is more? He, I'm gonna get her name. I'm wrong. not gonna even try. <laughs> we we warmed up talking about how bad three's company is. I'm not. Yeah, gonna, that, I'm not gonna that's slaughter totally some guy's name. Morihiko. Morihiko. Yeah, lad. Yeah. Um, and you know, I have some friends that that uh, play violin for the South Carolina philharmonic and so you know they're with him all the time mm. um obviously and every time i see this guy and ever since he came to i mean do you remember when he came to town yeah it was like, a big deal yeah and, and it was such a big thing but he has this life in him yeah that yeah, yeah. is like it's just this presence yeah. and it's the presence when right. he's on stage the right. presence when he's you know yeah, like met who him he another is. Yeah. yeah he's he's it's just this like I don't know it, it's it's very cool to see him and then cool to watch him work and and yeah. you know I, I did I played trumpet when I was a kid 
and I never thought about the fact that you know does a conductor really do anything? But right. you know, the, some of the things from this article when when Tanya. Well, yeah, I mean, you're seeing the the conductor's up there in front of the thing during your performance. Right. You're seeing like one eighth of the work that he's done. Correct. Yeah. Um, and but but this you know this conductor talking and I which is the same for any other performance. Right. It, it, it is, and it's the, you know, if if I'm not connecting with the musicians and everything, mm-hmm. even though you think that everybody's going to do exactly what they should be doing, well, that's not really true, and that's why there is a conductor. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, but so so I think the fact that you know there was music involved, um, we have a very dynamic conductor here. That you know, as I was reading this, I'm like, oh, that's really that's a mm. different point of view than all of the other ones. Yeah. You know, not all the other ones, but a lot of the other ones that we look at. Yeah. Which is you're right is, you know, some courage is is yeah. normally put in a wartime situation. Or yeah, or whatever. It's like never you think of it like an orchestra. Right. Or like a play. Yes. Exactly. Or you know, <laughs> I you know some somewhere a in toast there, at a party. The, it talks about pregame pregame rituals pre you know concert rituals right like i was on stage for 15 years when i was you know four till mm-hmm. 19 and i had a pre-performance you know ritual yeah that i did you know almost every single time and because i you like i had to be on while i'm on stage right but you know but that also we'll get into um, as we talk through some of these points but um, but also like you know in order sometimes in order to be an actor or an actress you have to be on all the time I think we've talked sure. about that before yeah. and that's part of you know part of who you are yeah right having that courage to not only perform a task like being on stage but then just like having that mindset of, of right. like I can handle just about anything, and, and you, t- right. you you watch acting kids, you want to see courage. Those are kids that just do not care. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they yeah. they put everything out there, That's whether awesome. they're on stage or wow. you know whether they're just hanging out with each other. But you know, it can get annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> and it did for me. Um, yeah, but 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 there is a certain presence that you know. Well, it's. Gonna... I mean, first off, let's set it up with. Whether you're conducting a orchestra, you're playing character in a play, or you're, you know, a seal, Navy SEAL about to jump out of a helicopter and kick open a door, mm-hmm. or you're a cage fighter who's about to step in the ring and right. bump gloves and go, you, if you're truly focused on performance for your event, right. you can't warm up during the event. Yep. Like, there's no, like, well, I'll get settled in, you know. I mean, even in even in team sports like you know NFL football or soccer or whatever, yeah. you, you're the, if you're at the top of your game, you can't just like, well, I'll use the first ten minutes to kind of get my bearings. Yeah. I mean, you got if you really want to perform, and we're talking about performance. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point here. You're ready to go. Yeah. Particularly in a, I mean, he's a conductor conducting multiple, you know, people in the orchestra, but he's still on stage and. If they're watching your performance, you've got to connect in the first like seconds. You right. know, like that's what you're doing. It's like a movie; it has to hit you in the first little bit to get you in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you, you, you th- can't suck in the first ten no. seconds. You th- think about how many opening kickoffs has been taken back for a touchdown. Exactly. There's a re- like. It's There's not a just like 
magic. There, there's a reason why it doesn't happen necessarily yeah. like every single time, and there's yeah. a reason why it, it doesn't tone, happen. Man. Yeah, setting the tone is important, and that's what he's talking about. Yeah, she. I think sorry, she. she uh, whatever. Yeah, Tanya. Um, my bad. So the first one, the courage of being versus doing, mm-hmm. and I have a tie-in. We we get we get through with this uh, run through of an article I actually wrote, but um, that was this was why I kind of connected to this one. Yeah, the courage of being versus doing. What did you take? What did you take from that? Well, it, it, I mean, I think it's it's the you know it's the being on stage and and doing that thing that takes the courage to do but then it's the ready state mm-hmm. yeah, i think it really is ready state of always being ready to do that thing and getting yourself into that that state of mind yeah. so that you're you're right you can mm-hmm. from from the get go so let's put it in a different scenario in my opinion mm-hmm. we've all taken a test in school don't, don't mess up the first question well, or else you're done. No, no. Think back to think back to the times when you got that test and you're like, I didn't read the book. Mm-hmm. Or I kind of didn't read all of it. I or I didn't really study. Yeah. You're super nervous, right? Yeah. You're super anxious. But think about the times when you just like, you've studied, you knew it. you're prepared, yeah. and you kind of walk in and you just, you just crush that test. Boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the difference, I think, because... The act, like they're talking about, uh, talking about practice, but practice training, whatever, yeah. being action based versus the other mental training part mm-hmm. that goes along with that. When you're fully prepared, you have confidence, right? And it's that confidence that lets you be present in the moment, right? And lets you not only enjoy it, but do your best. And if you're not training for that goal in mind, then you're kind of missing the point, I think. And I think a lot of a lot of us, and I'm guilty of this too. We we train just to get to the thing, mm-hmm. you know. But when we don't think about, well, what about during the thing? You know, you think about like a 5K race or whatever. A lot of times we we run around the neighborhood, run around the neighborhood, run. We're like, cool, it's race day. I'm we're gonna just kind of go. Yeah, but it, <laughs> but are you really training to be in the moment of that race? Right. You know, I mean, not everybody runs a 5K to race, but it's just an example. But, no, no, but but it's it's. What is was the statement? Um, you know, train like you play, like yeah, that, that or practice like you play. Like most people, train like you fight. Oh yeah, <laughs> but most people, and and okay, back to back to army, back to you know infantry. Like the majority of the time, I know that we found our training stupid on a sure. da- on a daily daily basis. Sure. You know, and so this is regular infantry. I'm not talking special forces. I'm not talking Delta Force or, you know, SEAL teams or anything like that. Training was training to be training. And, you know, but then there were certain times to where it felt a little more real. Mm -hmm. And you were actually doing things that you're like, yeah, that shit's pretty cool. Um and you know it, it's it's the live fire exercises basically that you go through um it's the you know the trench clearing with like actual grenades or at least you know ones that maybe not blow up everything but but that yeah you know you could get seriously hurt right. by using them you have you know real bullets that are shooting over your head Ooh, you have real bullets that. that you know i think i said before one time that 
like when I got to 82nd Airborne, like we did a live fire exercise and we trained that entire right. week to do that one live fire mm-hmm. exercise. But it was, you know, go, you know, the combat engineers pretend to blow up um, wire with a Bangalore. And then, you know, you run past that and then slip into the trench. And then you go hmm. in a team of four and you've got your point person, which I was so that, you know, I could be the one that was getting shot instead of accidentally shooting somebody. Um, you go and you clear, um, you know, each, uh, uh, you clear. <laughs> things where the p- bad people are you clear yeah, yeah, yeah. you know each room and and you keep going down and and meanwhile you've got you know your um you've got your m60 gunners that are up on a hill that are you know laying again it's all pretend while you're doing it it's all blanks and everything right. um but you know then that one night you go and do that live fire exercise and you have live rounds mm-hmm. and the m you know the m60 gunners they have live rounds um the bangalore it's real <laughs> is real that the combat engineer puts out in the constantina wire um you know you don't go through the constantina wire right you get you know cut up hmm. um well you're gonna soon be in the it's your job right but. exactly exactly but but it's, it's everything up to that point is like oh right you know it's it's all bullshit why are we even here yeah. type thing and it comes to and then it comes to you know like oh and then you've got yeah. this live fire exercise that you know you're like, like oh i get and, it and i told you that on fort bragg you know while i was there that, that same um uh god what was it called I'm not going to remember the name of the trench thing now, but um, but that same place that I started my career at 82nd at, mm. like when I was getting ready to leave, there were you know one or two people that got killed mm. doing that same live fire exercise, um, and that was just training. Mm. But but that's why they put you in that situation yeah. to because none of it feels real until all of a sudden, like you, I mean, you're like Ooh. your adrenaline is going, yeah. and you are. You know, you were auctioning out for your. There's no real bad guys. Well, of course. <laughs> but yeah, you feel that intensity, yeah. and so then the idea is that you're in that ready state for when you actually. Well, get sure. To then there's the added pressure of the actual other person trying to kill you. There's that. That's too. another level of yeah. anxiety. <laughs> that's, and that's why you know. Like, oh, it's interesting. That's yeah. For for special forces, when they go through something called Robin Sage, um, and that's that may be up in star north carolina which mm-hmm. is right above um it's in the middle of nowhere uh above fort bragg but um you know robin sage is i think it's like two weeks or something like mm. that and and these special forces people and, and they are you know some of them are infantry some of them are medics some of them are whatever um you know they are all there to to you know get to the next stage and and so that's the you know they are living for two weeks as a unit and and then you have you know what our part did which was the op four which was we would go and and for two weeks we'd hang out and 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 you know we like it was almost like vacation and summer camp for us until they take you know three of you or or ten of you and you go and you guard this place mm-hmm. where where the special forces candidates have to show up and try to steal things from you it's, oh. it's all blanks and i think this is like it was wait all, a minute yeah it was <laughs> back then it was all miles gear um which is 
basically like laser a tape. target. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, there was one point where like, the cadre said, you know, these guys are being lazy. So, um, and they're on like this little island, basically um, camped out and haven't. Having, I don't know, I don't know if it's really having a good time, but um, but well, they, they said that they were being lazy, and so like we took the entire op took it to floor. Them. That's funny. We took, you know, I, I think it was um, yeah, it was it was it was at least four platoons against you know twenty something people. That's funny. And we attacked their island, and um, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. those people then realized like. Yeah. If I don't get out of this, if I don't survive yeah. this, you know, then yeah. I, I, not pass. I I may not pass. Yeah. I may not get to do the thing that I want to do. Well, in the real in the real scenario, you you kill, die. You killed, yeah. You fucking die. Yeah. The stakes right. are a bit right. higher, fella. And I mean, you know, like down to the point where the guy shot a blank straight at my face, mm. and then I hit him with the butt of my gun. Yeesh. Bit. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, I came up, I'm like, yeah. you know, you did safety kill. Like, safety kill, you're dead. Yeah. And he turned around and shot at me. Oh. Like, from me to you, shot at me. You're cheating. Yeah. And so, like <laughs> I said, I took the butt of my gun and I hit him in the head. In term- it's yeah. Trying to intimidate you. And I didn't get in trouble because, again, well, yeah, of course. the cadre said that they were being lazy. Yeah. So <laughs> Go get them. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but but it, it, it's that... Again, the doing, the doing versus being. Like they weren't being, they weren't in that ready state, and that's right. what that's what the cadre wanted. I believe what they wanted them to right. always be in that ready state because th- we're not training just to train. This is really, you know, something that you will have to deal with, and sometimes you will never ever ever be able to stop. It's going to continue to go mm-hmm. until you don't, right? Or they don't. Huh? That's absolutely right. Right. So, so if you're not in that ready state, you know, then then it will be them winning instead of you winning. Right. Interesting. Or conducting. I don't know. <laughs> or whatever. Jumping on yeah. trampoline. <laughs> so the next part that he has here, he's talking about controlling fear. Um. And I think that. I think that there's different. This is not what he's talking about necessarily, but I think that there's different levels of fear. There's different types of fear. And I think that if you haven't experienced it, Mm -hmm. any kind of weird feeling can be lumped into that fear category. And I think that's part of training that you have to kind of slice through, uh, you know, pre-work jitters. Yeah. Like anxiety. Yeah. Right. That's you worrying about what, what could possibly go wrong. Right. There's uh, performance fear, which is you make a mistake yeah. and you let it get in your head instead of just continuing, to, like fixing that and keeping going, right? Mm-hmm. That happens in sports a lot. And then there's like literal fear, like when you're doing the live fire training, like in the back of your head, you're like, hey, they got real bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, or I may actually be fired after this if I don't get this touchdown, right. you know, whatever for an NFL quarterback who's struggling a little bit. Like I think there's those three types, right? And we have to sort of train through those mm-hmm. um you know um i've never been in a scenario where my life depended on my performance mm-hmm. um that's probably pretty high spike <laughs> i would think so uh, i have been in a scenario where you know i had trained for eight years mm-hmm. um and then my performance if i didn't succeed i would not get what i wanted after eight years i would literally be, be told no and it's over right that's a pretty big stress level yeah. um 
But I, I think the first one, <clears throat> little pre-performance jitters, I call it anxiety. Nerves is what she calls it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably the easiest one to work on yeah. because that's like experience helps. Yep. You know, a lot of times I did a lot of public speaking a few years ago. Like when you first start, you're very nervous. Yeah. After you do a few, you, I'm not sure it's like acting. If you do a few, you're kind of like, this is what I do. It, I, you know, I'm it's not, like doing a podcast. Yeah. I mean, you're like, you're, I'm in it. So, yeah. you know. It's not so hard anymore. When I first started doing some of these with you, like... Yeah, it's nerve-wracking. Like, leading up to them, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to go, what the fuck am I going to say? Mm-hmm. Am I going to swear just like that? You know, like, what am I going <laughs> to yeah. do? And then, you know, over time, it, it... I mean, and this is different. Like, you know, the other podcast that I do is a lot more straight and narrow. Well, and, yeah. And, right. but, and, and so, you know, but I've come to a point to where, like... I have a little bit of nerves, mm-hmm. um, but it, you know, like there's another podcast that I'm working on that I've told you about. Well, that, well your other your show that you work on it's directly tied to your job. Yes, exactly. So there's definitely going to be anxiety. Yeah, an anxiety undercurrent to the work. Yeah, because if I'm, you know, <laughs> if I, I have I have sent the. I mean, you know, this happened today, um, and and it wasn't me this time, but uh, but you know, I've sent out an email to you know 5000 people mm-hmm. and it had you know wrong things in it before uh, yeah. there's anxiety like in them. oh yeah um again not life and death but there's always there's always the nerves that come from you know not being familiar with if or well, like i said I, I felt the nerves every single time i got on stage too um but sometimes just not being familiar enough with something that you probably should. Yeah, right. Um, then, right. you know, then you have that performance anxiety and then... Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is that you just haven't prepared properly. Right. And you usually know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Well, think about your rank test. Was there, there was there one that you felt less prepared than others? Yes. And was there one that you were like, I've got this no matter oh, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so which did you be- do better on? Well, the one I was fully prepared for. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, would you feel more nervous about though? What? When you were less prepared or more prepared? Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you're less prepared, you know it. Yeah. I mean, you know that you haven't fully done all the things that you should do. Yeah. And, and you're kind of like, well, I'm hoping we don't have to do that thing. <laughs> you know, and then you're like, oh, we didn't. Yes. Right. Well, that's going to make the nerves even harder next time. Yeah. You know, because now you got two of them that you've kind of skipped your shit over. Yeah. Um, I think people do that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm. You can't guilty. prepare for everything. No, 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 fully all no. the time. Um, no, you can't. But anyway, that those I, that's kind of no, when I read that I was breaking that down. Those the the different types of fear that I've experienced, um, <clears throat> and you know that helps you be present. Yeah. Um, which is the the next thing, which yeah. is being in the moment, right? Um, right. I don't really. I think that being present is definitely a skill and it's something you have to work you have to work on. Yeah. Even even when we have experience being very experienced in something, then you can t- you t- tend to take things for granted. Mm-hmm. You know. Um but being present in every performance is is I think it's special and you do have to work on it. Yeah. Um, which is awesome that she even is talking about it. 
What it involves a lot. It involves, uh, in my opinion, it involves accepting imperfection. You know, which I think most of us have a problem with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're listening to this podcast <laughs> on a website that's engineered about making yourself a better person. Mm-hmm. You're probably pretty close to being a Type A type person. Yeah. In general. <laughs> yeah. Or um, or you want to be. Or or, or yeah. Or maybe uh, not a Type A, but you want to. Yeah. You the know. concept of accepting imperfection is not normally something that people who are trying to become the best version of themselves or who are trying to attain perfection will accept. Yeah. But I think it's a it's a beautiful thing actually to be able to be in a performance and almost make a mistake or make a mistake and then recover. Yeah. Like that that storyline's a lot more interesting. It is. <laughs> it is. Um I I don't watch a lot of T V but we were watching America's Got Talent. I was with my daughters, and um, there was like a dad who was a comic, mm. and he got out there and performed. And you know, and I guess Howie Mandel is one of the judges. He's one of my favorite comics of yeah. of all time. Is he really? Oh yeah, interesting. Oh yeah. Um, I, well, he came in right when I was like really getting into oh, comedy. So you. like you. you know, the mid '80s or whatever when I was understanding. He's kind of a prop guy, wasn't he? Early on. Uh, well. I don't know. I mean, I could I could recite oh, I one know. of his okay. one of his things um, from from like HBO in 1985. Oh boy, yeah. Um, but but so he was watching and and you know and, and gave a fairly good review of the dad. But then the son came on right after him and was a comic also, and so that was kind of a funny story and everything. Mm. But there's one point where the son, who was seven years old. <clears throat> <laughs> forgets what he's about to say. Oh. And just, you know, like everybody's Ruh-roh. just stops. Right. And you're feeling bad because it's a seven year old kid and he's in front of, you know, now millions of people. And he stopped and he's like, uh he said, you know, and my name's you know, so and so again, I just want to make sure that you remember my name. And you know, and like recovered and then went on with the rest of his act. And you know, that's what you have to do, you know. You yeah. ha- you have to do that absolutely. Um, and the only way that you can do that is knowing your shit. Yeah. And being and training for that presence, right. you know, so that if you're ever in that situation, you know what happens. What happens when you know this thing blows up, but you're expecting this thing to blow up? You know, like okay. Well, that's when you really need to rely on your skill exactly. and your training. Right. If everything goes perfectly, yeah. You didn't really. I mean, like. What did you over? You didn't overcome anything. Yeah. I mean, probably weren't working really hard. I mean, maybe you were. I don't know. But I mean, if everything lines up perfectly, it's just like yeah. good. You got lucky. That's great. You know what I mean? You didn't really get to. I mean, from uh, being on the other side of it and looking back, like it, like my rank test. If you, you since you brought it up, like mm-hmm. if if it went perfectly and I hit every A, boom, and I was out. Yeah. Would I really know what I was made of? Mm-hmm. You know, I would look back and I'd be like, well, I mean. Wasn't really that hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, and did I really use? Did I really have skill? I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's when the shit hits the fan. You have to rely on your skills, pull yeah. back in your tool bag, and or overcome some big fuck up or whatever it is. And that's that's beautiful. It's even when you're like weight training. I you know, yeah, you miss a lift, heard, man. Heard the trainer. Well, I heard the trainer talking today. He's like, if so, we did like four sets of 15 of whatever you know bicep curls yeah and he was like at the end you know 
from 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, if that weight is not heavy, then you are not yeah. you are not using the right, right weight. Right. It should be heavy, not to the point to where you can't do it. But right there. But yeah. right there because you have to test yourself in order to build That's more right. strength. That's right. In order to build more mental muscle. In order to, you know, That's like right. all That's the right. above. And, and we have so, to we have to seek out uncomfortable things. Yeah. In order be, to grow. It's absolutely right. Yeah. Um but but you have to train for that and you have to like you know, if you're gonna go run a 5K and you listen to music, you know, then run your 5K with the Without exact the same. No, run oh. it with the same. Oh, the music. race! I got where you're going. Run the same. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like treat it as if train like you were going right. to I like to that. compete, but then compete like you have trained. Right. I and then, you know, use the same music. Use the same pre. You know, pregame. Use a pregame ritual yeah. for your training that you use in your competition. Cool. Because then. Your your brain will go okay, it's just this. I dig it, and I will go and do it just like I have been. I dig it. Yeah. Which another segue. Uh, training, your courage and your presence. Um, this is rad because uh, this touches on something that I I like to sort of spin my wheels on. But um, so you can read the article. The first one is she talks about meditating. Yeah. Meditate to improve your focus and mind control, which I'll just kind of hit a couple of these. Uh, understand that a quiet mind is your most powerful tool. Mm -hmm. And then number three, every day in order to practice quieting your mind, catch yourself at a habit of grabbing your phone during a 10 minute lineup, whatever. Um, it's because they all kind of go together. That meditation, I mean, a lot of people will talk about meditating and you're like, well, what up, hippie? You know, he's talking about meditating or whatever. But I'll tell you, um, <clears throat> I discovered meditation through martial arts. Yeah. Um, we have these things called kata, where it's like a, you know, it's an exercise of fighting movements, right? Mm -hmm. And it's sort of how we train. But we do these things. They're almost like routines or whatever. Right. For quality, for speed, for power, for skill. Um, and they're important. But the thing is, it's just like anything. It's just like... I would imagine professional football or whatever. You can't physically practice twenty four seven. You will die. Like your body, like you physically can't do it. But what you can do is you can practice in your mind. Yep. You have unlimited reps. Yep. This is Mark Devine. I got that from Mark Devine. You have unlimited reps in your mind. Yeah. So what I would do before I would go to bed, I would just lay there and I would try to go through my kata. I had eighteen of them. I had to go through my kata in my head. And when I first started, I could barely do the first one. Sure. I'd get like halfway through it and I'd be like, fall asleep or I'd like, <laughs> I would realize I'd start thinking of something else. Um, but by the time I got to my black belt test, before I did that, I, I could go through all of them in my head back yeah. to back to back to back. Right. And it and it hit me that, wow, I've trained that too. Mm -hmm. Like I can do it physically, but now I can do it mentally. Yeah. And the beauty of that was when I was doing it physically, I was very present in what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I, I have very, even during my test, I have very solid memories of what everyone was doing in the room. Yeah. You know, like, well, you I know was there. What? And I'd done it in my mind so many times that I, w I was able to just sort of almost be out of myself right. and watch myself doing it. Right. I, I was going to say that you have vivid memories of seeing what everybody else is doing mm -hmm. because you'd gotten your body 
and your mind to a point to yeah. where it did what it was supposed to do and you don't have to think about it. I was going to say, it, it did what it was supposed to do without me. Yeah. Was, which is so, weird. So it's, it's, it's almost, there, it's, it's, it's almost like you weren't present, but you, but, but I was but in you a were, different way. But you were so present mm-hmm. that not only could your body and mind do exactly what it's supposed to do, but then you could take in everything else around you. Mm-hmm. And that Highlander is the quickening, you know? So. <laughs> but the key, the key to it though, is, is exactly what she's saying is quieting your mind. Yeah. We live in a time where, like, we're doing this podcast, and I've gotten, I can see on my computer, two messages and three yeah, emails. Right. Like, I, I, not only that, but, like, there's, you know, Facebook and TikTok good. and Instagram. There's all these things that your brain is like, I want to check it or yeah. whatever. You've got to quiet that. You've got to be able, if you really want to perform at your best, you've got to be able to quiet that stuff. Yeah. And be in the moment. Yeah. Um, and which is the number three, which she's just, so, which she's just talking about finding ways to work on it. And yeah. it's going to be different from everybody, sure. right? Um, I mean, I don't know that there's one magic way for everyone. But whatever it is, you've got to find those things. Quiet your mind, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I mean, how many times have you – I do this all the time. I'm about to make a phone call with a client or what I'm going to do. And the I didn't look at the shit I was going to talk to the client about. I was, mm-hmm. like, looking at TikTok, and then I call a client. And I'm like, whoa. Like – yeah. My brain is not where it needs to be, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, or or you're literally on a thing and you're just like, I'm going to look at my phone while they're talking. Like, yeah. we do that shit all the time. And it's like, if but if you really want to perform at your best and be a professional. Yeah. Probably I, not recommended. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> To not. look at TikTok while you're in a call. No. But, I mean, but even like, you know, I, I find myself in, in meetings sometimes, um, God bless my teammates. Uh, but, you know, there are times where, like, they are talking about something uh, that I'm just either it's it's over my head or it's in a different field altogether or like. Oh, sure. But listen, it should pertain to me in some shape or form. Right. Or, you know, like there's an argument over little right. things and, and, you know, that happens in every single team. And, and you know, I. I I'm kind of like I start to tune out and then I'm like I've got all this shit that I've got to do yeah. and then all of a sudden I start doing the other shit and then they go Grizz what do you think and I'm like oops damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 I mean yeah and and so I'm not present and then I'm also I'm not being pro- I, I'm not I'm not providing the space for myself to be as professional right. as I should be right um, and you know and I mean and that's a little bit different than like if I just would have paid attention to what was actually going on, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I could have gotten something out of it. But but also like trying to multitask for in that aspect. Like people talk about, I can multitask no, and do can't. all these things. Uh, no one multitasks. No, it's wrong. Yeah, you can't. I don't know how you. I can. don't care what you say. It's wrong. It it's. I'm sure that you know there are different. And you things can't that you do can it do. and be present. You can you cannot do it them. and be present, and you cannot do it and be good at everything. For God's sakes, if you're driving, make sure you're focused on driving. Right. Um, but listen to my voice right now <laughs> and uh, enjoy it. <laughs> so you talked about the number four. You talked about the pregame ritual, which yeah. is important. Uh, we kind of talked about visualization from you know this is what I literally did, but yeah. visualization is a great key. Yeah. You know. Um, it's a great tool, yeah. I think. For I mean, that can lead directly into meditation. Yes, exactly. And, and breathing too. I know she mentions yes, breathing, breathing, but you know, like um, 
I was doing box breathing yesterday and and I don't do it all the time and sometimes I forget how painful it is to get into yourself you know get to a point mm-hmm. where you can actually you know do it well but also once you get into it it just like everything just starts to push away and and you can clear your mind and you can like you clear your mind in order to focus on the things that you want and need to do and then you know then you also might get into the visualization of the things that you know to make yourself better um you know absolutely and the last one which i find kind of awesome i actually i didn't realize this until i read this article mm-hmm. which for me this number six here yeah kind of like this was the whole reason why you said hell i said hell yeah when you sent me the link yeah we underestimate the power of our mind to practice for us um that would that statement alone i realize sometimes because I, mean, I do like i teach karate i've done it i've just like a second life for me whatever but i do it a lot <laughs> i find myself entertaining myself <laughs> probably when i should be focusing like when i'm driving sure uh i will find myself thinking about you know the moves the kata whatever and i will be doing them in my mind mm-hmm. like like almost subconsciously it will be like hey we should do this and it starts doing it right that's kind of awesome yeah and i think and i like to think of like other professions like you know does a navy seal do that when they think about like shooting do they like subconsciously think do the things you know like i think that's so badass um and that is like that's like next level shit yeah to me that is next level shit that is definitely a great result of all the stuff we've been talking about and if you're there that, that's a beautiful thing yeah it, it's 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 the So yes, it's not only happening; it's not happening in the doing; it's happening in the being at that point. Yeah, I think maybe it's, it's pulling all this in. Um, that, yeah, it, I mean, it, and especially if that's the thing, if you're trying to do something and get better at something, no matter what it is, that you know, yes, you should, you need to be able to do it in the moment, but you need to be able to be in the ready state. Yeah, but. You, if you continually train your body and your mind to get into that ready state, then the ready state then is continues to train mm-hmm. you, and and so yeah, it, it it's it's it also you know like the was it before you go to bed if you have a problem, you know think about what that problem is and yeah. really concentrate on it and then go to sleep not not always easy sometimes <laughs> you know, like I, now i can't yeah. sleep because i have this problem but i can't think of the another the number of times whether it was in business whether it was in life whether it was whatever it is like you know i feel like my brain tries to work out how to deal with that problem while i'm sleeping and come up with a solution and it may not be the best one but at least there is something that i'm like okay you know I don't have the anxiousness about it anymore. Yeah. And the anxiousness is where you started. Yeah. You know, yeah. with before I go and start to do mm-hmm. something. Um, and so, you know, you, your mind is a beautiful thing. It's and it can, it can help you as long as you feed it 
what it needs, yeah. which is, you know, here's what I want to do. Here are the issues and challenges that I have with that thing that I want to do. Here is the practice that I put into it. Here's the energy and strength and effort that I put into it. Yeah. You know, help me figure it out. And it will. Yeah. But you but you have to put in the work. You do. To start spinning, you know, start spinning those plates. You do. And then they'll start to spin for you. Yeah. So. The, yeah, um, we're running out of time here, but yeah. um, I do want to bring up uh, an article I wrote, not to just. Do it. Not to just pat myself on the back, but um, we train uh martial arts particularly Japanese martial arts we have there's three things that I think re relate directly to this um, it's Zanshin Mushin and Fudoshin oh, right, you right? Were saying, yeah so <clears throat> we the fighting mind mind no mind and the immovable mind mm -hmm. and these are three states that we live in <laughs> and it, it's interesting uh, that you know she is sort of touching on a lot of these yeah. but I, I just wanted to go through them and see what, what you thought of them so you've got the fighting mind which is like um, it's ex exactly what she's talking about right so we li we're, li we're moving intentionally we're moving with focus and right. we're present yeah. right and just like when you're in a fight if you're in the middle of a fight you can't be thinking about you know uh, <laughs> what's going on for TV tonight because yeah, exactly. you're going to get punched in the face right. the mind no mind right which is um, not being focused on – they're different states, right? So not necessarily being focused on one thing, mm -hmm. but sort of like like if you rest your gaze, you can stare at the whole room versus right. I'm staring directly at that light that's on. Right. You're open to more things, right, which I would imagine when you're conducting a symphony, you, have you can't to. just focus on the flutist. You have to, like, be listening to everything, yeah. which is a, a that's also a mystical way to be um, – to think about that state of mind and how do I get there. Yeah. And the last one is the immovable mind, which is like, I know you have, <clears throat> when you're on a mission to achieve a goal or whatever. It could be short term, finishing an email or landing a sale or building a shed in your backyard. But like, you're in that mode where nothing will stop me until I am done with this task. Right. Like, that's a beautiful place to be too. Yeah. Right? They're all interrelated. Yeah. And they're all related directly to what what um, Tanya <laughs> was writing in this article. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, what any, any of those, like the you know the the fighting mind, no mind, no mind, immovable mind. I mean, do you do you find yourself you know in your business or anywhere sort of fighting through some of those? I mean, you're about to start a project where yeah. you're creating a podcast. How do you get from? Hey, I'd like to kind of do this podcast to like this shit's happening, and and you know I have to make sure that I write about it every single day, and I, like okay, so so you know that I write in my journal every single day, and I now have it to where like I write two things that kind of open everything up, and then I've got my you know number one goal for July, number mm -hmm. two goal for July, whatever month it is. And number one is always health related and food related and things like that. But number two is always like the project that I'm focusing on. And, you know, and so I write that that is that is the start of it. And I think that that is maybe 
the fighting. Mm, I'm not sure if that's the fighting mine or not. Um, but that is the no. Maybe it's what what's the no mind. Help me. <laughs> mind no mind. Mind no mind. Maybe it's the, it's the, the it, open gaze versus the it, fixed gaze. Okay, right. So so the open gaze yeah. is it, well. There's a little bit of both maybe in the in the statement that I use, which is you know, um, for this particular one, I will, you know, I will, I have developed and launched OSPP podcasts and website by with at least three podcast episodes or more. Uh, by July 31st, 2021. By daily, you know, using this resource that I have that kind of guides me mm-hmm. back through how to do it, um, research, planning, setting up interviews, or finding people, setting up interviews, um, editing, you know, and, and launching. Like, so it, it, it kind of prepares me for the fighting mind, but mm-hmm. it is, I'm trying to look at here are all the things that, here's my wide gaze that I, I need in order to to do everything. And I put that into that one statement so that yeah. as I go throughout the day, I have that fighting mind mm-hmm. of, you know, okay, yeah. here, I may not be able to do all the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, today I may not be able to do all this stuff right now, but but it is a reminder to myself to go and fight and go and do the That's thing right. that I need to do. And then you know, the immovable mind is the you know, it's the when it is coming back the next day actually yeah, for me right and writing it again mm-hmm. so that I will remember and and yep. remember you know because I've done this so many times before in my past to where like I've got this great fucking idea all right and either mm-hmm. I don't write it down or I start on it yeah and then like something happens I don't have the momentum Dude, I right see that away in all the time do you know how many people come to me with a great idea yeah exactly. a great app idea or whatever and I'm like that's a great idea but yeah you know life isn't won by great ideas it's won by execution it is nobody wants to hear that shit it is um, and that's the immovable mind the, the thing is even shitty ideas when executed yeah can be successful exactly <laughs> whether you whether they should be or not but yes that I mean the execution is is it's not everything, but but the execution yeah. is thinking about your analogies is the immovable mind to where or the immovable 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 mind not the immovable object yes, <laughs> the immovable yes. mind but that you continue continue yeah. continue yeah. and then but you it but you have to be able to see everything as much That's as right. possible so that you know when you go and That's fight. Right. This is what you're fighting towards. I love it, man. Yeah. It's great. I like it. The only way you do that is through the stuff that, that Tanya and her article is talking about. It's, yeah. It's daily practice on focus on being present. Right. And then and then you can do training just about yeah. anything that you want to. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. So thanks for the article, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> it really I, got me thinking. Yeah. No, I, I um, uh, this was what the second article that I sent you this week, but, but you're, I'm glad that we focused on this one because yeah it, it's again is something that that hit me as more of a parent but then you know <laughs> i feel like you've been able to tease out some things that, <laughs> that you know yeah like it. it 
now I can actually take this and go back to what I'm doing. I hope so. Which, you know, I want to accomplish by the end of this month. Yeah. And, you know. Find your immovable mind. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I, I swear, man, I've had that nervousness of, I mean, it's. Yep. I'm not going to get killed from that. Right. Nobody's going to get. Well, somebody right. might get hurt. I don't know. But, but, but I've had this like. Oh, the shit, world's can most I, dangerous I podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> this is a good show. Yeah. Um, but, but I've I've keep going. Oh man, I just am I going to have enough time to yeah. to actually hit my goal and everything yeah, like that. Feeling. So yeah. But yeah, you know, now I can go back look at this. Think about what you've just said too, and you know like. <laughs> I, I've got a I've got a meeting very soon. And I just want to like cancel it and go do go do my thing. Sorry, man. We should yeah. have done this after your meeting. That's <laughs> no, all good. Thank you.